0: This is one of those things that doesn't have like a, a formal start. It just kind of, oh, we're started. That's that's how our podcast starts. Welcome to the uh, Curious Camper. Normally, Kian McBurney and Jeremy Kettleson would be here. Uh, full disclosure, as we gather around the microphones, they're out saving lives this morning. They literally got called away from the building right before we were going to gather together. So we have assembled the B squad, uh, which uh, Gary Kettleson, who you heard a few episodes ago... <laughs> has now been pushed into the co-host spot. So, hi, Mr. Kettleson, well, how are you? I'm
1: glad I moved up to the B-Squad. This <laughs> is exciting.
0: His, his name's on the building Why? and he's only the B-Squad. Kind of sad. excited, yeah. <laughs> Carrie Hansen sits to our right. How are you, sir? I'm just fine. You are uh, one of our uh, go-to guys, our, our specialists when it comes to camping, And um, before Gary got here, it was going to be Justin and Carrie doing the show. Um, But you have uh, someone sitting next to your right that you know very well that we're all going to uh, meet through the course of our chat today.
2: Yes, this is my daughter, Erin Hanson, who uh, is quite the hiker. Yes, like travel
0: guru. Um, I've seen your Instagram. You are like, a, would it safe to, to say, Erin, like a travel influencer or something like that?
3: Yeah, I would say that's probably what I would call it. Yes.
0: How, how does one become, as we all kind of deal with with travel here, obviously? Yeah. Someone who influences travel, and then I want to talk about where you've been and where you've traveled and all that stuff too.
3: Yeah. Um. So. It kind of just happened. I had more of kind of a personal experience about four years back that I just wanted to get out of the house. I wanted to like, you know, just drive kind of, and Mm. I started driving. I found, um, Pikes Peak up in kind of Decorah area. Oh yeah. Northeast Iowa. Yep. And then I also went to Horseshoe Bluffs and I just kind of walked around, um, and kind of just found a good mental state and realized that it was something I really wanted to continue to do. Took a bunch of photos. I had posted them on my Instagram, which at the time was just very normal uh, page. Now, and now, for
0: your dad and Gary, you're going to have to explain what Instagram is.
3: Instagram <laughs> is a platform that I think is good and bad. Um, I have found that I've backed away from it a little bit recently just because I feel like it kind of defeats the purpose of what I'm actually trying to do in my life. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's a platform that I feel like a lot of influencers, and I say that with quotations here, um, Tend to promote certain things. It could be style, beauty, fashion, all that stuff. That's more normal. Um, then there's travel pages and there's hiking pages. I mean, there's everything. There's dogs that have Instagrams, like, and then you know you just have your average Instagrams that kind of what I was dealing with prior. Um, that was just normal. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, but I posted pictures after like some of those trips, and people just really started liking them. A lot of people started following me. And it was great, um, and I realized that I was making connections that way and whatnot. And um, then companies started contacting me to send me gear, and it was awesome, um, which that kind of helped me keep going. And, um, yeah, I guess that's how I kind of gained a following of it. But I've made some incredible connections that have gotten me into some pretty – got me into some situations sometimes, but they've been awesome, like – I've been able to travel. I'm going to Hawaii next Saturday, um, or next Friday for like $350. So, yeah. Really? <laughs> so, just some connections that you just don't realize. Um, that one's a little bit different of a connection, but um, yeah, it's just it's crazy how so many people when you meet people what you can what you can kind of do and whatnot. So. So at
0: $350, do they actually land the plane, or you just gotta jump out and hope you land? Like. Parachute somewhere close. How does that work?
3: <laughs> this one's a little bit different of a situation. This person is offering to pay my plane ride and whatnot. So, um, They're but using
2: th- points. They're oh, using okay, points and okay. whatnot. Gotcha.
3: So it's, it's awesome. It's just a great thing. But that one is a little bit more of a dis- different situation, but it's definitely just a lot of connections, being able to uh, meet with people in different states, and usually the Midwest, I would say, is mm-hmm. more so. So, yeah.
1: You look like you were gonna you're, you're well, you look excited this by this Instagram thing. I thought that was a throwaway <laughs> camera. Like, like, <laughs> well, that's, that's Polaroid Insta shot. Oh that's it, okay. <laughs> well that was close then. You were close. Yes. <laughs> so where's the coolest place you've hiked so far?
3: Honestly, Tetagooch State Park. Um, it's in Minnesota, northern Minnesota, kind of near Superior National Forest. Yep. Um, there's just, I wish I could show a picture of it, but it was just kind of, I hit a moment where I was just like, this is going to be my hobby for sure. Mm-hmm. Like when I went there, I backpacked there for a week and
1: it was amazing. And I've not been up there. Now, my bro- I have a brother that lives in Minnesota and they camp all the time. They like to go up by Duluth and they love camping up there. Yep. So it must be very similar to that terrain yes. and a lot of pine trees and yep. really cool scenery. Yep. Yeah, they love it up there. I know that's a real neat area. It is. It's I've got to really venture up there one of these days. Well, and I was
0: going to say, in in the years that you've done this, Gary, I mean, did you ever think there are going to be people now who do it online? And, and like Aaron said, you know, there are companies that who who pay her to oh take camp with our gear or oh, go hiking in these shoes. Do you ever think you would see that? And I want to
1: talk about Aaron, you know, that that perspective because that's got to be neat too. You know, you'd hear about it years ago with outfitters like uh, Western Outfitters or. Uh, Cabela's type stores Mm -hmm. where they would outfit hunters and outdoorsmen to do that sort of thing. But it's getting big and it's growing fast, naturally, because the people love the outdoors. Mm -hmm. It's all about the love of the outdoors. Yep. Whether you're camping or hiking or.
3: Yeah.
0: Well, and how did. How did it start, Aaron? How did you, you know, or like somebody just got a hold of you or they just saw your Instagram, randomly picked you or just you reached out to somebody or how?
3: Yeah, companies will just um, contact you and then you kind of, I mean, I, a lot of them, I tend to just say no, because a lot of them have nothing to do with what I'm trying to promote and mm-hmm. on my page. My page is more about the outdoors and the Midwest. I definitely like to promote the Midwest. I think it's super underrated and people don't realize how great it is. Actually, um, I travel outside the Midwest, but like I've been to the Grand Tetons and like, I've been to a bunch of different places, but I've really just kind of originated with it here and enjoy it here. But yeah, it's just, um, it kind of just happened. They just contact you and it is what it is. Like,
2: yeah. well, you were hitting Minnesota, Illinois, Wisconsin, <laughs> oh. Iowa. A lot of Midwestern and going every weekend or every other weekend to hit a different place with a different friend and then taking photos so people could see online Mm -hmm. all these different incredible places that she'd been and... Uh, people
3: just like it. And yeah.
2: people, people started liking it and go, yeah, I want to go do that. Yeah. And so she And up.
3: now people come to, that's, he just explained this much better than I did. <laughs> um, <laughs> of course he would. Um, but like exactly that. And then now people come to me and they're like, hey, I live in Illinois. What are some good spots? Mm-hmm. And usually I'm like Southern Illinois. Like Shawnee National Forest is insane. It is absolutely beautiful. So if you live in Illinois, it's really not that far to get there. It's absolutely worth the drive. Um, it's pretty much the whole southern part of the state I don't think people realize most of it is um,
2: but you've got just close to us you've been uh, Makoka caves you like that the yellow is it the yellow F- river forest
3: yeah yellow river and that's
2: only state like forest. an hour and a half way that, that we went through there it's incredible yeah and you wouldn't even guess you're in Iowa <laughs> no yeah. you wouldn't I've, we've been up there several times and it's like
1: it's like you're out west somewhere yeah. it's beautiful up there but how about Palisades Kepler yep. State Park? Yep, beautiful hiking there, beautiful scenery. Yep, and I remember going there. We went there when I was a kid, just a few years ago, like we talked about before. Yeah. He was a kid two weeks ago. Yeah. Is, yeah, we went there all the time. That was close to home, but we'd go camp there. We'd go stay overnight in the camper and and camp there. And it was so neat the trails. And I always remember the little. They've got this little pavilion with the compass on the floor. Yep. And as a kid you remember remember everything as being so big. Mm-hmm. I remember when I took our kids back there when they were little and I said, Man, there's this pavilion, it's got this great big compass right into the concrete. Well, as you grow older and bigger, that seemed a little bit smaller to me now yep. than what it did when mm-hmm. I was several feet shorter, but what a neat, beautiful state park. Yes. For yep. hiking or camping or fishing, it's just awesome.
3: Yes, I would agree and I think a lot of people around here that go there often take it for granted mm-hmm. and don't realize how great it really is. I mean even and it's deceiving ride, too. It's like, yeah,
0: because you, you drive by on Highway 30 and like okay you that's it. At it, you yeah. just see it there that's a, that's it's all that has huge. to be. Yeah,
3: yeah. it's yeah. absolutely huge and yeah I think people don't realize like what we have close by is absolutely insane like we've got Squaw Creek, um, Union Grove State Park isn't too far off like um, I just found Whitewater Canyon, I don't want say just found, but like three years ago, I mm-hmm. found Whitewater Canyon, which is kind of a preserve that a farmer is taking care of. And it is literally a canyon, like in the middle of nowhere. Okay, I haven't heard of
1: that one. Where is it at?
3: Um, it's about 20 minutes south of Dubuque. Really? Say. It's kind of near, I want to say Bellevue, but I may But it's
1: private that. land
3: it's it's private but it's it's not it's actually not like he wants uh the farmer wants more people to come out and i mean he's made it public okay um but it's just a lot of people don't know about
1: it um and
3: okay. so i've posted that a lot and people have been going there i've been seeing more people there now within the past three years See, and
1: i didn't know about it and we camp up at bellevue and then We normally take a trip up to St. Donatus to eat at that really good supper. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I haven't noticed that canyon, but I'm going to have to check that out. Yeah,
3: I happened to go to Abandoned State Park on accident over in that area and then realized that that wasn't safe. And so I just started driving and then all of a sudden realized um, that there was a little sign, like, and it was at the time it was like not it wasn't like a real sign it was kind of like paper Mm -hmm. and I was like what's that so I like went and checked it out and ended up being absolutely amazing I spent a lot of time there and it's literally just in the middle of nowhere so yeah I can give you information of where that's at because it's worth going for sure.
0: Now I grew up in northeast Iowa um Backbone State Park yeah um we've talked about uh camping up in Decorah and everything uh give me like the northeast part of the state where where are some spots you mentioned um uh pikes peak i mean where's some have you gone much many spots up that way
3: yeah i would say i mean up in dubuque there's a lot of spots like i said like horseshoe bluffs which is like mines of spain um then you've got um uh, like we said yellow river state forest it spent a lot of time there because that's an actual place that you can backpack um there's only a few forests that are in iowa that you can really backpack that there's enough space like Lus hills um, and then I would say uh, whitewater is another one that I spent a lot of time backbone um, Those two like blue lagoon Things that are at backbone are neat. I have swam fall, in yeah. those so those are kind of neat They have caves and stuff there. Okay,
1: so I want to ask you a question I've heard yeah. about the Los Hills out on the Missouri River for years and we haven't been out there And our friends say we need to go out there camping Tell us about tell us what you see up there. What's it look like? It's huge.
3: I mean, okay. it's absolutely massive. What's the scenery it is kind of more i wish i could it's hard for me to explain it but it's more it's literally hills mm-hmm. and when you're driving on the, like the border of the states um it literally is just the flattest land you will ever see like it's extremely flat and there's those like Iowa, the electrical Nebraska, lines right on the line there. yep okay. and there's like you know the electrical lines you can just see for miles but then you look to your left and it's just tons of bluffs and hills um, and there's a specific spot, I think it's Hitchcock nature center. Um, there's a specific spot that you look out and you can walk on this really small trail, like one person at a time. And you're walking on these Hills and they just like completely go down, um, kind of at a T at a pyramid.
1: So you're right on top of them
3: mm-hmm. and you can walk the whole thing. And do you see insane. the Missouri
1: river from there? No, it's right, so the Missouri river is still a little ways away.
3: Yep. Yep. So, um, but, yeah, there's also kind of more going a little more to the left. There's also, like, in South Dakota, there's actually a Palisade State Park up there, so near kind of like Sioux City area. Wh- whose is better, though? I mean, ours are better. I mean, they're both great. Um, <laughs> they're both great, I but I would highly recommend going there, too. It's not far from the border, and it is It's really, really neat, unique.
1: I've heard that they've got Corps of Engineer campgrounds there that are fabulous. Mm-hmm. And... Haven't camped in those. We've stayed on the Missouri River around Chamberlain, South Dakota, quite a bit. Okay, yeah. And the scenery there is spectacular. Yeah. The bluffs, you yes. know, the, and then the cut, cutaway banks, you know, from the river and beautiful scenery. Not that far from here. Yeah. You know, it's yeah. not that far to go. And you mentioned, you know, backpacking
0: a lot, Aaron. Like, do you, I mean, tell me, because we, we're surrounded by, you know, trailers here and, and camping yes. units. Tell me about how you go out and enjoy the outdoors. Then we're going to get back into where you go, but how do you pack for it? How do you prepare for it?
3: I would say um, it's more, I do more day trips where like I go on the weekends and I just go somewhere. Mm-hmm. Um, like this week during the week, I ended up going hammocking at Matzell Bridge, which is another spot. So
0: hammocking, okay, much. hammocking. You like literally yeah. so taking a hammock, you're sleeping in a hammock.
3: Yep, I sleep in a hammock. Um, I mean, if it's just a day trip, I'll just go and like put up my hammock and take it down. But yes, I do sleep in hammocks. So that's personally what I do, mm-hmm. um, just because uh, I probably like camping. For me, I don't like to sleep on the ground. Um, I would love a camper, but I have to. I have. Some stuff i gotta pay for so yeah, you know a guy i mean <laughs> yes personally i would love a camper but yeah so i do tend to backpack because of that and so um i tend to sleep in a hammock because i'm sure a lot of people who are taller it is hard to sleep in hammocks because it hurts their knees mm-hmm. but for me it doesn't bother me so you're, i do that you're
1: three foot five you <laughs> walk in like oh there she is down
0: there okay hi. you
1: know that yeah. Mansell's area is beautiful yes and it I, is we've been up there many times we've even camped there they've got a lot of camping sites they're primitive but you're right on the river
2: yes or
1: you can go up on the hill to the old equestrian center yeah. or it's not center the equestrian area mm-hmm. up where the old mansion used to be mm-hmm. I remember as a kid when the big old mansion stood up there on top of the hill it actually burnt down yeah but there's a lot of history in that mm-hmm. park but the scenery you know from Stone it's not by stone City that whole area. The scenery is beautiful, and what a great area to hike. Yes. There's a lot of trails. I've been on those trails, mm-hmm. and it's just beautiful scenery. Yes. Last
0: episode, um, when we were with Ryan Schlater, uh, Jeremy and Kian were talking about the Haunted Matzel Bridge. Yeah. What do you two or three you know, know about the Haunted Matzel Bridge, and would you, Aaron, hammock on the Haunted, if it
1: is Haunted, Matzel Bridge?
3: No, I would not. Uh,
0: so,
1: <laughs> so, I, so this is a legit no. thing, and then? And I normally drive the extra 20 miles to go around it. Oh, really? Really. Okay. <laughs> no, I don't. Oh, okay. <laughs> covered, oh, my he God. leaves covered wagon. Oh, he goes my, into town
0: his for, for his <laughs> supplies. But I've
1: heard the stories for years. Yes. And I've heard a lot more story of different things up there for years. But, yeah, what's your take? Yeah.
3: Yeah. So I've what I've heard and read online and whatnot um, is that a... Bus of children um, happened to go off the side of it. I don't know if this is true, mm-hmm. um, but this is kind of what I've heard and read. Um, and so obviously they all passed is what I've heard. But that's like yeah. And so they say that if you go on the bridge and you put your car in idle, you'll get pushed moves. somehow. Yeah. yeah, and it is flat. They've like leveled it or whatever. But that's all I know.
1: Um,
0: I see. Don't. Jeremy I, won't go on it.
1: I know, and I haven't heard about the bus. I didn't hear really? about an accident, but I I had heard that. If you park your car on it after dark and put it in neutral, it it gets pushed uphill. Yes, yeah. That's what I've heard. I kind of so okay.
0: How do you where where is this area? Um, because I want to check
1: it out today. <laughs> I'm going right to go there, in the daylight it's and do right it. Right where you turn into Mansell's Park. It, it's okay, the so it's bridge right there. that, that okay. crosses the Wapsie River.
0: Next question, Gary. Can I borrow your truck? <laughs> <laughs> Just to, <yeah. laughs> We're talking talking outdoor travel and everything. And Aaron, I want to. We've mentioned you, but how can people find your Instagram? Because this ha- obviously has to have a a great inspiration point of Hey, let's go here. Let's go check that out. And and just see where you've been.
3: Yep. Yeah. So my like Instagram link type thing is Aaron Hansen forty eight. I don't ask about that. I don't even know why I had 48. I started that when I like started working and whatnot, it was my Gmail. But Erin Hanson 48 is, um, what you search on Instagram. You don't have to have an account. Um, but if you do, then you can follow me and then all of my stuff is on there. All the pictures of all the places I've been. Um, I tend to not post as much now just cause I've tried to disconnect a little bit from it just cause that was the whole point of mm-hmm. why I get outside is to disconnect from everything. Um, and so I haven't been posting as much. Um, but i do tag the like places that i'm at the location so that people can like look at the picture and be like hey where's this at and then they can go to it um and then i post a lot of my stories now i post a lot of videos um just kind of genuinely like what i'm doing Mm -hmm. um like when i went hammocking i posted a video of the sunset like that type of thing it's um yeah so people can just go on there and check it out and i'm always open to conversing with people and i I've hiked with so many different random people. And oh, we're not
0: done it. by any stretch of the imagination. <laughs> We've got a ways to go. I just wanted to make sure, you know, people could find you. because And yeah. it's so cool to see somebody, you know, of, of a younger generation. like somebody clo- And no offense to the guys sitting on my left or right, but somebody, you know, my age that, that enjoys going outdoors and, yeah. and, and not... You know, sitting at home, not being on the computer, not, uh, oh, we're going to go to this bar, we're going to go to this bar. But actually, like, soaking in what's around us is pretty cool.
3: Yes. I think, too, a lot of it for me is, like, the whole self-care thing, too. Like, getting outside is really important for, I think, physical and mental. Like, I mean, I literally will go outside and I sleep better at night when I get home like versus being in when I'm in the office at my day job. I mean, Mm -hmm. I love my day job, but like it's, it's so much nicer when you are outside and you just, you sleep better, literally. I
1: agree with that a hundred percent. Yeah, I do. I think we all need to get out and soak up some sun and get some fresh air and get out in the elements, see nature. And Justin, if you'd get out there and do that, you could end up in the kind of shape that I'm in at my age.
0: This guy's like Chuck Norris, you know, right over here. You know, yeah, like, you like what Chuck it. Norris was 40 years ago. That's what this guy is. You, you got to get outside, Justin. You gotta <laughs> I just need to get out more. You do. <laughs> Carrie Hansen, your daughter, uh, hammocks in, in state parks, and she goes around and travels. Take me through that mindset. Do you get worried, do you, or, or you're like, oh? You know, she's going out to a park, or you know, she's going to sleep out in the out in the open woods. Does that worry as a father? Well, I'm
2: thrilled that she's doing this. I mean, I think the, the, to go out and see all these places and do this stuff, which we tried to do when she was younger. She had no interest in it. Now she's just thrilled with mm-hmm. it. I'm fine with it. I do see the photos, and sometimes she's a little too close to the edge. <laughs> Alls I and I always text her back. I said. It's beautiful there. It looks great. Move back two feet. Again, he literally the, does that. All I want is just push back a couple feet and soak it in. That's great. <laughs> I do get worried. Yes, as a as a father, she she's learned quite a bit in the last four years, and she's learned to hike with other people almost every time, and I think that's a good thing mm-hmm. when you're when you're out there not to be by yourself or alone because she could get
1: hurt. But yeah, safety first, but the camaraderie with having friends along, that's a, that's a good thing too. Yeah. Now,
2: didn't you do, I mean, this was, I don't know, I think it was in February, January February, February, um, the state park celebrated 100 years. Yeah. And she attended uh, one of those. I and mean, Each one of the locations, hundreds of people came out mm-hmm. in the middle of winter. Yeah, I don't know, where did you end up going?
3: I up going to my caves. Yeah, yeah, that's
2: one of your favorite places. Yeah. And there was like 100 people there? Yep. In um, the winter time. In the winter. It okay. was
3: January 1st.
2: And they just went hiking, and it was a celebration of the Iowa State Parks. 100 years. 100 years. And if you go online and you look at the Iowa State Parks, there's literally just many places you can go with all kinds of different things. Some are big parks. Some aren't very big, uh-huh. but they they have unique stuff, and you, the people just need to research it. Obviously, that's what she's doing, and she's doing it through the whole Midwest. But yeah. Yeah. Iowa's kind of unique in the fact we have a lot of great state parks. Of course, we have county parks too. Uh-huh. But yeah, um,
3: which those can be some of those can be some of the best ones, like the preserves and like those type of things. Like I love the state parks for sure. Don't get me wrong, but there are a lot of random spots that are you know nature centers that type of thing that are just very unique as well. Um, But yeah, research is the biggest thing. I think I've spent a lot of time researching and trying to make connections and now I've established that. And so it's very easy for me to find places. Um, There's actually an Instagram link called Travel Iowa and they just came out with I mean, I think it actually came from here. I don't know. You gave it to me, Dad. Yeah.
0: Our, we, we've got the yeah, that we Travel book Iowa. Yeah.
3: is insane. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, that's a great book. Yeah. Yeah, my dad... We're going to
0: get Jessica with us one of these days from Travel Iowa because oh they gosh. put that thing together. I mean... How do people get that? You might mention I, that. If you go to TravelIowa.com, um, there's a spot right on the website that says Request Your Travel Guide, and free of charge, the state of Iowa, they, they do one spring and summer, and then they do one again winter and fall um but in it you can go like you know campgrounds county parks
1: state parks you know restaurants and it's free of charge it's amazing it's really good and the other states do that as well mm-hmm. south dakota if you go to travelsd.com, they've got the same type of book that they'll you fill out online and they'll look mail at, it to look you. at Aaron taking notes uh and <laughs> she's the same gonna learn the state stuff today Wyoming because mm-hmm. before we went out there i ordered those and it's great information and there's There's parks that we didn't even know about. Yes.
3: Yeah, I was like uh-huh. freaking out because there's cabins in there. Like, it told you all these different cabins. I'm like, take I highlighted, I just spent some time in a salt room at Total Rejuvenation. And uh-huh. um the, I just sat in there and I just made notes in that book because it was just, it's phenomenal. I mean, it's like literally doing my research for me. It's amazing. Well, so. and Gary
0: and I have talked. You know, we, it's at, at some point, you know, our goal within where we're located in Hiawatha is to kind of have a wall where you can like, all right, you want to go check out Iowa? Here's stuff. You know, South Dakota, Minnesota, almost like when you go to a visitor center. You right. know, we kind of right. want to have that same setup here. So when people come, you know, get a trailer, get a camper, like, okay, now we got to decide where to go, and it, we've got it all there. For well, you. I had a
1: couple in yesterday, and they are going to the Black Hills this summer, and they've uh-huh. heard that we've gone there many times. So they popped in, and they wanted to know what I would recommend for them to see and what campgrounds to stay at. So we spent a oh, half hour visiting, and... They're all excited about going, but I thought, boy, these books, they're a great help. Yes. Uh And let's back up to Makokata Caves just a minute. Yeah. You know, they just redid their campsites. They're all redone. Uh, They're open now for this year. They've widened them. They've lengthened them. So you've got great camping sites. The hiking is fabulous. Mm -hmm. Probably one of the best places in the States to go. But if you run across rattlesnakes...
3: I haven't there. I have in Wisconsin.
1: Okay, well they're there.
3: Oh, I believe it.
0: <laughs> I, okay, I'm glad you brought that up. <laughs> Does it make me less of a man that I don't want to go hiking because I fear snakes?
3: Um, well I fear spiders, so okay. like like really bad. Um, S- same
0: with me and snakes. It's an so. issue.
3: Um, but I still go. I guess it's worth it to me. I mean, you know, I bring like I mean I I carry stuff with me that I.
0: Like a pitchfork, a flamethrower, I mean, what are you you taking with you?
3: (laughs) A knife, and I mean, I do carry in stuff too as well, just to to keep my, especially when I hike alone and whatnot, I've realized that there's been a lot of instances where I haven't been safe, and um, specifically at certain state parks, I've had some instances, so. um, Are are you comfortable kind of talking about those, or? I want to, but I also don't want to hate on certain state parks. You but I to, have had some instances... That's a, um, we understand that. I you know, think, so. I don't want to, like i don't want to say a certain state park and then have people right. be like i don't want to go there which one not, is the snaky
0: one that i can avoid it that's all i want to
3: know that was actually at Devil's lake but i am telling you right now and anybody who's been there devils lake wisconsin the state park there and it's worth it and it was super rare to see one there okay. i feel like maybe that's I don't one know. of your favorite places. it's one of my favorite state parks so like i can't you go like it's so worth it um so
1: you just need to get safe. a walking stick justin just yeah. one of those you know, like what? the cane deal. We we were at Wiki Uphill, you know, a couple of weeks ago.
0: <laughs> and you go through the displays, you know. Yeah. And they have, like, the stuffed ones there. And it still bothered me. Yeah. Because, like, ooh, there it is. It's, like, they're. I don't like the element of surprise.
3: Oh, I get it. I, I hate it. Going to Hawaii, I'm, like, doing research on, because we're going to do, I mean, we're not going to do the beaches. We're going to mm-hmm. do rainforests and that type of thing and hiking and whatnot. And um, somebody told me, like, there's huntsman spiders there. And I'm, like. Okay. So yeah, we're not sleeping outside now because of that. So like yeah, I'm terrified. They're,
2: like, they're huge. They're like I mean, a foot or two feet long. And
3: he knows. Like I am I've I've literally paid my neighbors to come over at two AM to literally kill spiders. That's it, it how is very sad. I am literally very arachnophobic. Sad. Like it is it is a real thing. And so Well
0: and I'm told in Hawaii the, the spiders and snakes wear coconut bras and grass shirts. <laughs> Now, is that is that true? Gary, you've traveled
1: the world more than I. Is that is that a true statement? I'll keep looking for you. Okay, I'll gotcha. Watch. gotcha I'll right. let you know. But speaking of rattlesnakes again, I can remember, and I'm going... No, you're I, good. I keep going back to South Dakota. That's the whole point of this, though, yeah, the we've, stories. It's we've fun. We pulled in. There's this little old town called Okaton It's along Interstate 90, and it's almost deserted now. But a few years ago, we pulled up there because the view up there, it's really pretty looking south, and mm-hmm. they had this little old... General store slash like rock shop, sort of thing. And mm-hmm. we go in, and there's this huge rattlesnake skin hanging over their front door. And I said to the lady, she said, I said, Where did you find that? And she said, Well, it was right out there in our front steps. Oh, no. Oh, <laughs> no. <laughs> Great. I said, I'm going to watch my step as we're leaving. Babe. Yeah. Yeah, there's certain areas like that, and I suppose going to Hawaii with spiders or something that we're really not used to here.
3: Yeah, big ones. But
1: that's a different <laughs> environment where you need to know what you're getting into.
3: Yes, I've been doing a lot of research. A lot of wild pigs there, which those are not nice, um, yeah. from what I've heard. So, like you know, unless
0: they have their an apple in their mouth and they're on a rotation, right. then they're fine. Yeah. Right,
3: and I mean I love animals and everything, but yeah, it's one of those things where I mean I've heard wild pigs can get pretty aggressive. So, um, and him and I, I know we'll probably be doing a lot of, um, off trail stuff, so if it's allowed and safe Mm -hmm. and whatnot, so we just want to make sure that we're safe, but the person I'm going with, um, just did Mount Kilimanjaro. So he's very well, I feel like equipped to explain and know what's going on and be well-prepared as well as I try to always do research to make sure I am prepared as well.
2: Just so you know, you're not going to Mount Kilimanjaro ever
3: <laughs> um, I,
2: that's not in the plan
3: it might be
2: no oh no, boy i don't think so, feel so like have you
1: hiked colorado
3: yes yeah i've spent a lot of time in colorado that's why i've actually been kind of trying to get away from that but it's just like flights there are so great from here so colorado is it's just absolutely yeah. beautiful the it's whole an easy
1: state. easy drive but yeah. years ago back when i was a little younger than justin i yeah we did the, i did this hike <laughs> with my friends and it was called argentine pass Okay. And it was um, uphill both ways through six feet of snow. Well, it was uphill one way, and I told him to get a helicopter and fly me out. <laughs> <laughs> it was one of those where the path really got down narrow, and it was a lot easier going up than trying to go down. But For that's sure. a whole other story. That's, yeah. But beautiful hiking up yes. there. Yes. Everywhere.
3: Yeah, I've spent a lot of time in Fort Collins, um, Horto- Horse Tooth Reservoir. Um, and that was absolutely beautiful. Um, great area. But Wyoming's probably, I would say out west, my favorite state that I've spent time in. Um, oh yeah, Wyoming is
1: absolutely beautiful. Um, There's a place that I want to go, and it's an old mining ghost town. And if you Google it, it's called Kerwin, K-I-R-W-I-N, Wyoming. And it would be a fabulous hike. You can Drive to it if the conditions are right, but it's kind of southwest of Cody, south straight south of Cody, and it would be a fabulous place to hike to.
3: Okay, and what's it called?
1: Kerwin, Wyoming, K-I-R-W-I-N. I've not been there. I've mm-hmm. seen the YouTubes. Wyoming PBS did a special on it. Uh, it would be just an awesome thing to see. The U.S. Forest Service has taken over, I guess, And they're rebuilding the old mining buildings, mining cabins, and going to make a nice uh, mining Well, and I wanted to
0: ask Aaron, because we've talked to Gary, we've had uh, folks on here in previous episodes, how they prepare for going for a trip. You know, kind of run us through the process. How do you decide, here's where I want to go, here's what I want to do, and then how do you make it happen?
3: Yeah. So again, with the research, I do that, but then as far as preparing for the trip, I tend to over prepare and over pack Mm -hmm. as a huge issue of mine. Um, especially if I'm backpacking and whatnot, um, it'd be great if I had a camper because then like, you know what I mean? Um, because then you do have that more space to be able to carry that stuff with you. Um, but when it's on my back, I tend to overpack it and it's very, um, annoying, but so I do overpack everything. So I'm always prepared, but I just tend to look up whatever it is like I need, um, For instance, in Hawaii, like I needed water shoes. I don't have those because I don't need them here personally. And so um, I ended up buying some Keen water shoes because I knew that I needed to hike in them, but I also need, like I needed the grip at the bottom, but also needed them to be okay with water. So because all my hiking boots are waterproof, but they're short enough that the water will get in.
1: So when you're going out hiking, are you coming back to base camp each evening?
3: It depends. Um, right. Certain places allow, certain places don't. Especially out west, you're more able to actually backpack and just stop at certain places. Um, but like at Yellow River, I tend to go back to a certain spot um, and usually pay to, to camp there yeah. and
1: whatnot. So like out west, if you're going hiking and you're not going back to base camp, how much weight are you actually carrying?
3: It it can vary. It depends on how many days, too. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it can it can be up to, I would, I try to keep things under like 15, 15 pounds if I can,
2: mm-hmm. um,
3: just cause it can kill your back. I have a great pack, um, but it's, it's still one of those things that it just kind of weighs you down. Mm-hmm. Um, it's really easy for me cause I use a life straw. I think that's the biggest thing is people try to carry all their water and I've realized that that's not.
0: So now what? Spreading. what's a life, life straw?
3: So it cleans out most of the bacteria, um, and everything you can drink out of most streams as long as it's running. Um, but you know, the water, I think a lot of people will do it, like they'll use them and then they realize that it's still going to taste like river water. It's just, you know, clean enough for you to drink. Um, but I think a lot of people are like, Oh, you can drink out of anything and they'll drink out of something and they're like, it tastes horrible. And I'm like, yeah, because it's, it, you're, you're just trying to get your water source. Mm -hmm. Like it's not about tasting good. It's not going to be your normal bottled water, you know? So, but yeah, so I think that kind of helps. Um, but yeah, it, it kind of all depends. I'm really. I don't know, kind of bad about the whole cooking thing. I don't bring stuff to cook with. I usually just bring bars and depending upon where I'm at, I put them in a bear can. So I'm like, I use, I just eat those. She said bear can, not beer can, Gary. Oh, right. <laughs> I know,
0: your ears perked up there for a second. So,
3: so yeah. Um, no, I don't drink when I uh, go and, and camp or hike or anything. I have when it's been really cold. I did take a couple shots before I literally because Mm -hmm. of it warmed me up I went during the polar vortex um and yeah it was rough it was (laughs) not the experience. So um yeah. I actually did that for more for warmth. I literally
1: brought those little shooters and where did you go during the polar vortex?
3: Wisconsin. It was a horrible yes. idea.
1: I, I wouldn't even want to be in Wisconsin. Jeez. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I just tried to make it out to the mailbox. Yeah, I was gonna say, that I didn't even leave the house during well, the vortex Well my car
3: was it wasn't starting at the end and I was very nervous about that. So yeah, I think my parents got a text. It was not good.
2: You, Carrie, you look like you were going to bring something to the court here. Right? I, I'm i probably not going to say what I'm thinking. Um, <laughs> I do get worried. We want to know where she's going. And, of course, we try to thank goodness the phones today. You can communicate in a lot of places so we can keep an eye on her that way um, because she goes all over the place, mm-hmm. all over the Midwest. All the so, time. Yeah. But she does let us know where she's going, who she's going with, when she's going to be back. And she always contacts us, so we uh, keep an eye on her. But, yeah, it's a little unnerving.
0: Has has there ever been
2: uh, a situation
0: where you're like,
2: I don't know how I'm going to
0: get out of this? Or how did I get into this fix? (laughs) Have there ever been any of those stories along the
3: way? Just a few. Just a few. Um, I actually, so a couple of them I met with a random, this is sounds dumb and I look back at it now and it is dumb, but I don't regret it at all. Um, (laughs) I actually met with a random person that had contacted me on Instagram who had a two-seater plane. Okay. And met with them at the Marion Airport at four. I did did a lot of research, did a Mm -hmm. background check. I knew one person who knew someone who knew that person. But he flies and well, he taught people how to fly planes for a living. Um, and so that was kind of a, a big thing. Um, and I looked at the company and all that and everything. So he was legit and he, he had messaged me. He's like, I've got a plane and you like to hike and you know, places. So like, let's figure this out. Let's make a time to like go do a day trip. So we made a day trip down to Shawnee national forest. So he, he flew from Milwaukee at like one in the morning and got here at like four. And I met him at the Marion Airport and we did a day trip down to Shawnee National Forest. And come to find out that when we get down to this very small airport, which it's, it's just, there's no one there, it's just mm-hmm. self-serve. We get there and um, there's no Ubers, there's no way to, you know to get to Shawnee, it was like 45 minutes each way. And we didn't have a lot of time because we were just doing a day trip and he still had to fly back to Milwaukee and drop me off. Mm-hmm. And so we had to hitchhike. Um, That was, yeah, quite the experience. I had called the um, sheriff department there um, with the phone that was at the airport and asked them, we offered to pay them literally to take us Uh and they wouldn't do it, which I understand. So we had to find a ride and that was the only way we could. Um, So that situation, we ended up finding a great person who took us and picked us up. We paid him, it was great, Um, but that situation was odd. We ended up doing one more trip to South Dakota.
0: (laughs) You can't hear it, but Kerry just shook his head so, so vehemently.
2: (laughs) This
3: trip was quite the experience. Um, So we took off... yeah, it
1: was yeah.
2: This is where you, you go to out
1: there.
3: We went to the um, the Badlands, the Black Hills. We ended up going into Wyoming, going to Devil's Tower. Um, but we stayed on a reservation um, that was on an Airbnb, and reservations um, are amazing and whatnot. But this one was not as modernized, um, and it wasn't as safe. Um, and I understand why. They don't care too much for outsiders. I totally understand it. Mm-hmm. But when you go on their reservations, um, it's definitely, you're kind of going at your own risk at that point. And so, but I figured since it was on Airbnb, the teepee was on Airbnb, that it was fine. But it wasn't. So. Um, That's where a
1: camper is a great thing. There you go. Yes.
3: <laughs> I Seriously, campers are amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Tell them about the teepee. The teepee was, I mean, it was very. Kind of sketchy. It was not exactly, um, it would flood at night. I, the, um, chief, so basically the chief, his dad had passed. And so he became, the younger guy became the new chief. And so he's trying to modernize the tribe basically. Mm -hmm. Um, but his people were not exactly super pleased with us being there. Um, and so he had to sleep in the teepee with us because he was just concerned with some of his, you know tribe and how they were feeling about us being there. So he was sleeping on the ground in like this flooded teepee. And then Dalton, the guy that I went with, we ended up having to like sleep in this small cot that was like, it was wet every time that we came back because it had been raining and the teepee, I mean, teepees just, you know, soak mm-hmm. up. On the way there, um, our we ended up hitting headwinds in a small two-seater plane without instruments. And this is the text that you guys got.
0: mom and dad I love you but yeah
3: so we ended up hitting headwinds and Dalton's like yeah we're uh, we're kind of running on fumes oh my goodness and he's like we're gonna maybe have to crash land can you like text your parents because you can't call but Uh. you still have service because you're under the clouds Mm -hmm. you basically you can text because you can't hear anything so i texted my parents i was just like hey can you guys call a sheriff to like get some gas like for us because we're about to like probably crash land so like can you <laughs> text and we ended up like yeah it was just quite the experience so did we you ended up getting. to an airport we did we ended up getting there everything ended up being okay um and then, obviously, the situation when we got there was a little bit different than what we were expecting. But we ended up making it home. On the way home was quite the experience, too. That was the worst one. That was the worst part. They ended up, I mean, we went out there, and it was It was actually when South Dakota was having tornadoes pretty consistently for 10 days straight. Okay. And they were just having nonstop tornadoes. I mean, when you went out, there was just cloudy. And in a two-seater plane, you cannot fly in those clouds. But we were going to do it, and you can do it at your own risk. And I needed to get home for work. He needed to get the plane back to his company. And so we were sitting literally on the runway. And, like, he had just let the – it was a bigger airport. Mm-hmm. We landed in Sioux City. Um, and we were about to take off, and they are like, are you sure you want to do this? Like, the guy on the headset was like, are you sure? And um, – It's not like the most
0: reassuring, well, you know – Well, we knew
3: what we were putting ourselves into yeah. at that point. And I look at Dalton, I'm like, you're the pilot, like, this is up to you, like, if you think we're risking our lives, and so he's like, he looked, he took one look at it, and he looked at me, he's like, we're staying here. So we backed off. We ended up staying there a couple nights. He ended up having to stay for seven days. And I asked my parents, I'm like, "Can you guys get me a commercial plane to get home?" Mm. Um, so yeah, again, a great time to have a camper. Yeah. Because <laughs> uh, this was a or, or very... hike
1: around Sioux City. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Hike around Sioux City.
3: I needed to get home for my you know my day job and whatnot. Yeah. And so that was the issue. Um, and so him and I never traveled together again after that because um, he was stuck there with the plane for seven days oh after the trip that we had just had and so it was is pretty rough for him and so yeah it was but now he's actually a pilot for Delta so well there you go it's amazing so yeah he's traveling all over the place and thank
2: goodness he decided not to go Oh, yeah. yeah.
3: Yeah. Well, yeah. So then we found out that a plane before us that had taken off, it, wasn't a, it was not a four-seater, uh-huh. um, ended up crashing into, not a bluff, but like the mountain area oh there. Goodness. And um, they both ended up living or whatever. Because Dalton was there to hear all the stories um, when he was staying there. And, yeah, so they ended up not doing very well so we were very thankful lesson learned yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> common sense so now you're you're heading to hawaii i mean you're gonna do that uh you know after this episode what a couple weeks or so from where we are or is it
3: friday oh
0: so okay so yeah. we're we're taping this on a saturday for those of you listening in so <laughs> not even a week from now you will be in hawaii yes fighting off spiders and um, and, the <laughs> and the
3: coronavirus
0: and the coronavirus and eating pineapples What's what's ahead for you the rest of the summer? Have you even planned, or just wherever it takes you?
3: Wherever it takes me. Um, I definitely have planned a trip up into Minnesota for my birthday in April. Um, in this, it's a floating cabin that I'm going to be staying at, um, just myself. I just booked it for myself, which I know my parents aren't super excited <laughs> about, um, but
2: no. <laughs>
3: <laughs> but I I did book that. Other than that, I really haven't planned much. Um, the Hawaii trip was booked. Two weeks ago so mm-hmm. it was very random um so I kind of just do things at random um most of the time I try to plan a
2: little bit more ahead of time but you but... do go to a, you go back to a lot of your favorite yeah. places that are close on a regular mm-hmm. basis
3: yes like Wisconsin Minnesota and Iowa I spend so much time in it's insane and
2: like, even there's a few in Illinois that you've like.
3: Illinois yeah
2: and I didn't know there was that many places in Illinois to go yeah there are yeah. I think Illinois doesn't even know there's
0: that many places yes. in Illinois to go. Yes. And I say that with family living in Illinois. So yes. well will you come back and visit us sometime? Yeah. I want to hear more about you know I want Keegan and, and Jeremy to give yes. you the the nth degree at some point too. Yes. But uh, it was so cool to meet you. Yes. Thanks thank for coming you. in and um, keep pestering your dad. You know, he, he knows people who can <laughs> hook you up with a camp or
1: anything. Any final thoughts, Gearing? You know it's exciting and I'm a big one on just getting out in the fresh air, the sunshine seeing nature sitting around that campfire i mean that's what it's all about because the stress of everyday-to-day life can get to anybody and you have to unwind yes and it's everybody unwinds in a different way but there's just something around something about sitting around that campfire and enjoying nature that just brings it all together Carrie, final thoughts
2: well thanks for having me here yeah. today um I'll be going back to work here just shortly. <laughs> um, I do want to mention, if you need a camper today, uh, <laughs> stop on in. I'm available.
0: He, he wouldn't be doing his job if he didn't do that. Aaron, That's how can we find...
2: That's RV in Hiawatha. <laughs>
1: DeSoto.
0: <laughs> and DeSoto, that's right. Aaron. Uh, how can we get linked up with you again for people that uh, want to follow your story and follow you too, please?
3: Yeah, I would say my Instagram's the best one, and Aaron Hansen 48 Hanson with an E. Um, and then, yeah, you can just contact me. You can go on there and just look at my stuff, I would say. Um, but, yeah.
0: Well, thanks for coming in today. Yeah,
3: thanks, thanks for having
0: thanks, me. Thanks, Gary and Carrie, for helping me carry this thing, by the way. Thank this you. was This was fun. So. It's always
2: a good time. Yeah. yeah. Very educational. Yes,
0: and is. we've got more to come. Tell your friends about uh, our uh, Curious Camper podcast. Until next time, we'll see you.